Hello and welcome to episode 496 of the LeeCast Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Picking Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Frost Rockards. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Blue Basket Sweat. It's actually Wednesday. It is actually Wednesday, but we're back, back to back. Um, cool. Uh, before we get into the show itself, uh, let's go through a little run through. Uh, we've got a little bit of LeeCast news, uh, two new patrons. Um, we've got uh, three little pieces of new news, but it shouldn't take us too long to get through that, unlike last week. Uh, we'll have a bi-weekly talking about college league clubs. Um, we've got some LCS and LEC playoff updates, roundtable, and we'll close it out with the emails we forgot last week. Not forgot, left out, or didn't have time for last week, as well as a, a, a whole bunch of new emails that we got this week. Um, before we get into that, Aiden, how was your week? My week was good. I really didn't play nearly as much league as I have been the last couple weeks, um, but I'm planning on playing a lot over the next two weeks. Uh, that being said, I've been playing in a lot of a new game that came out called Road 96. Would recommend everyone. It's kind of like an adventure we're, story. We're, we're road 1 through 95 taken. <laughs> good one, man. <laughs> that's pretty funny, actually. Uh, probably, because that's how roads work. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's really fun. I, 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 when I was explaining it to Nick, I did say it's has roguelite elements in the fact that you do like have multiple playthroughs and you do learn stuff from each playthrough which is kind of interesting for like an adventure storytelling type game uh because there's like no combat or anything but it's fucking awesome uh kennedy and i just finished our first uh full playthrough of the game which is like six individual playthroughs is it Uh, is it just like a like a hitchhiking simulator because that's what kind of looks like kind of it's it's like an overall like there's a big story and you play as uh teens who have like uh got up and kind of left to like hopefully leave to uh, a better country that isn't like in political shambles oh cool uh, okay so yeah you just play through like as like a bunch of different kids and you kind of work your way up to election day uh, i see and then it's just really cool though i think we're gonna play through it again though we played our first six chapters which completes the game mm-hmm. uh and then we're, i think we're gonna try it again though because there's tons of different endings so it's really fun Interesting. would recommend awesome yeah um i also saw my sister is playing it too i i don't talk oh. to my sister that much but like i have her on uh, switch or whatever and i saw she's playing it and i'm like this is interesting because this is a game that i would assume most people don't know about mm-hmm. so i'm not sure if she saw me playing it or one of her friends told her about it or but uh i'm gonna talk to my sister this weekend about it when i see it, her at, uh, is it good on the thing. switch uh it, it's a little bit laggy on the switch it definitely okay. is more optimized for computer it's like fine yeah. and playable the controls are a little bit jank in general but i think that's going to be on both things it's just like sometimes your fps dips a little bit on the switch um mm, I see. the biggest fucking con- like so it, it's an indie game whatever so you uh, very often in the game you have to like choose dialogue options like a b or c or whatever uh but instead of like using like the d-pad to select them or whatever you have to like cursor over them and select them but sometimes mm-hmm. they're on moving targets like moving player like oh. a character's moving so like their heads bobbing the fucking things are all bobbing and then sometimes you choose the wrong thing and i don't think that's meant as a mechanic but it's <laughs> other than that it's great though i really enjoy it would really recommend it yeah but, you gotta uh, you gotta be really great with your mouse to get the right dialogue option. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but either way it's been a lot of fun hoping to play more league next week i'm actually planning on doing a lot of fun stuff next week i'm planning on putting together a 5v5 tournament for not this saturday or not this friday but next friday so the what date would that be that would be the 27th i'm probably going to put up sign up info in our discord this weekend uh, i'm planning on doing like a really long stream where uh, i might have like not almost not a subathon type thing but like incentives the longer we go uh, and stuff like that so i guess it is a subathon but it's not really meant to like be a long thing it's more just like hey 
we can just hang out and do some cool stuff. I think I'm gonna do lots of community night stuff over the next two weeks because I have some free time. Um, and I'm hoping, hold me to this, boys. I'm hoping to have the Tom Kench rework guide Ooh. out by next Wednesday, and then I'll show it on the show on the 25th. Nice. Uh, Ooh. Anyways, Easy I'm gonna be boy. up to a lot of shit in the next like two weeks. So uh, lots of league stuff. Uh, hit hit uh, check out our Discord. I'm gonna be posting about it uh, in the next like week or so. So enjoy. Awesome. Uh, what about you, Colton? Uh, my upcoming week and past week have been pretty busy as well, uh, mostly with real world stuff. I uh, haven't really been playing any League, any TFT, uh, but have been playing a lot of Legends of Runeterra on my phone. <laughs> um, you like it? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I knew I would like it. I, that was never the point, Nick. <laughs> Every time you brought it up, I was like, yeah, I know I'll like it. It's just going to absorb all of my bandwidth for a while, and mm-hmm. it has. Um, so I've been playing a shitload of Legends of Runeterra, um, I've still been playing just primarily my, I've got, like, three or four, uh, different, uh, I can't even think of the, the region anymore. Freljord. Freljord decks, yeah, um, that I've been playing, and then I've been doing a lot of the labs recently, so I played through the new, like, Bilgewater one. Um, and have gotten a victory on each of the characters, and now nice. I'm going into the the standard lab. God, I uh, love the standard lab so much. Yeah, <laughs> it's so uh, good. So I've got one win right now with Lissandra, and I think I'm currently playing through with Zillion and trying to get a get a win there. There are definitely Zillion's a lot so of cool very game. yeah, <laughs> sorry, super cool. There are definitely a lot of very cheesy like lab stuff you can do. Mm-hmm. So if you if you like get stuck on a character, let me know and I'll uh, I'll see what I can whip up for you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the biggest piece of advice is like if you can run Yip's Genius, run it every time. It's so good. Mm-hmm. That's um yeah. one your one cost uh minions gain plus two two, just mm-hmm. permanently. That's kind of gross. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, outside of that, lots of work here on the condo. Uh, we painted this week. Uh, we finished, refinished, like we refinished the ceiling that was all torn up from scraping down the popcorn ceiling. So we refinished that with new drywall compound, painted that, painted the walls, uh, are going to be putting up trim and finishing things up in the bedroom probably in a few days. I uh, got to jump back up in the attic and do some more wiring, which is always not fun. <laughs> um, the, the, my favorite part is having to kick up a bunch of insulation, and then like there's just dust hanging in the air Oof. everywhere. Because mm. uh, like you you have to move the insulation to be able to find like the wires and stuff, and like to make sure you're not trying to support your whole body weight on drywall. You gotta <laughs> find the actual studs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was then most of my, you know, last week and into next week. It's just going to be more and more of that, but, you know, making progress. And as we're getting along, we're, we're getting better at all of the, the different tasks. So I think the, the next few rooms should be faster. But yeah, that's, that's a about my whole week work's been pretty busy as well but i won't bore you guys with that i'm gonna hand it off to the one the <laughs> only aiden again we don't care about it <laughs> um yeah my uh girlfriend and i have just been playing mass effect i've still been playing through darkest dungeon uh game's still very hard and very good 
uh played a little bit of league i think i think i i can't remember if i played two this week or two rank team rank games last week um but i'm uh d365 lp which is the highest nice. i've ever been so it's uh it's pretty fun i just play with trevor uh i'm on like days where i have free time and yeah just don't in bot lane and he, he wins <laughs> yeah <laughs> So uh, it's uh, it's it's been fun. I've been enjoying uh, enjoying playing ranked every now and again. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, so I guess we'll just jump right into the show. We have two new patrons: uh, Yumi with a gun. Oh Jesus! And uh, <laughs> literally Gary. So thank you too for your uh, your support on on Patreon. We appreciate it. Enjoy that extra content. Uh, Aiden, do we have any leadcast news? Only thing is that on our YouTube channel, our last month's uh, Zed Talks came out where we talked about T characters. We talked about Tark and him having like that whole exalted system yeah. and stuff. Uh, pretty cool. If you're not a patron, you can go check that out, out on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you are a patron, though, you can check out our new episode that will be out on Monday or Tuesday, uh, along with the uh, next month's episode, which will be out at the very beginning of next month because we're going to uh, record both of them back to back. So uh, be ready for those episodes. Uh, they'll be up soon. Yeah, I think Colton and I turned Tark into sexy kale so yeah sexy kale. Hell yeah <laughs> um cool let's jump into the new news first of all one for all is back um Yo. unfortunately spellbook is out but that's okay yeah. um i i don't know why they don't start combining these game modes like mm. one for all spellbook would be so sick why also I, I don't, don't why don't they have them on the fucking custom games as well yeah like, why can't you make a custom game like i understand kind of for like the spellbook one because you could probably break the game if you did some goofy shit and like sure around yeah and that might fuck the server or whatever but like for one for all like why not just allow that to be on like a custom game mode thing it'd uh-huh. be so much fun i don't know or at the very like yeah and even if you don't want to like force the game mode and all of its stuff like you could also just be like hey disable unique champions so it's like i can draft you know two and two and one or three and two or five of one character like there's so many ways you could go about it on the custom game Uh, yeah i don't know yeah but we've we've had that conversation many many times yeah right just needs to allow allow you to do fun stuff more often i think but Mm mm-hmm yeah um then there was a lucian uh lore video which came with the wild rift release um, I mean the thresh I, lore thresh. video. I, I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. the thresh one. Lucian's up next. Um, but yeah, did you guys watch through that at all? <laughs> What'd you say? Did you guys watch through that at all? I think it's still yeah, it was, cool. yeah, it was I really interesting. Um, so I uh, I enjoyed it a lot actually. I um I thought it was pretty funny, but I, I think that's supposed to be like sort of Wild Rift and, and Runeterra's um sort of like mo is a little bit yeah. of the hu- more humorous side yeah i i yeah i i really liked it and like that side of it made me a lot more okay more okay with human thresh even though it's still like we we still have e-boy thresh or whatever the fuck you want to call him but like them putting some lore context behind it made it me more okay with that skin existing if that makes sense Mm mm-hmm I also think it's a really good capstone, like, uh, lore send-off for Thresh as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like he's still alive. He's not really, like, the fucking Reaper of Souls anymore, but he kind of, like, fucks with, like, people. And <laughs> yeah, them, like, soul, like uh, their souls, like, do work for him and stuff. It's, it's mm-hmm. cool. It's a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Uh, and that takes us to the Lucian dev blog. Um, so th there's a problem with Lucian in solo lanes, uh, and, and this is their attempt to, um, to, to tone it down. Um, mm -hmm. So they're lowering his, uh, his what, base attack damage, I believe. This will be talked about in a future yeah. patch. Um, and then adding a new passive where allies that empower him in some fashion um, cause him to auto attack twice and do magic damage on this autos if it, yeah, he just gets... makes his next two autos whether that be regular or light singer do bonus magic damage yeah so oh, it's okay. i thought it procked two. it as well okay no no it's just it, his next two again whether you have your your double shot up or just your standard auto until next auto yeah, mm, okay. he just has an extra passive now that allies proc, so it gives him extra power when he's with allies. Um, and the other change being that uh, his R damage is shifted to scale with oh, crit, yeah. uh, but has lower base damage. So once again, the idea behind this is that AD carries are more like a late game fantasy type role, and Lucian mid right now is a... I stat check and range check every mid laner uh, and beat them to the ground. So therefore, him having like less ultimate damage early uh, and more with like late game crit builds mean he, means he's going to be way less oppressive uh, early game uh, mid. Whereas like AD carry mm -hmm. can still shine as like a scaling AD carry. Yeah, and they also lowered his base AD to to <laughs> push towards that and added a couple other things where like allies can proc his W, so it's advantageous to be near an ally right oh allies could already proc his w yes but yeah the movement speed aspect of it mm -hmm. but allies can now proc his like new passive like and they yeah. proc it through pretty well anything that would proc airy which is mm -hmm. like a huge thing people were talking about before is they're like oh this is lame because i have to play him with enchanters because enchanters only like uh allow me to proc my new vengeance passive but they, they've pretty well gone to said like if you hard cc someone it will proc it if you like use jarvan flag it will proc it like any pretty well everything and anything will proc this new um passive for lucian uh so it's just going to be a huge benefit uh if you're playing in bottom mm -hmm. lane with a uh, support character. But not your Ash E. Your Ash W <laughs> will, but not your Ash E. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so no more Ash support. Yucky. Uh, but either uh, way, yeah. the main thing that I really wanted to point out here was I'm really happy with what they like wrote in this dev blog. I, um, I am as well. Mm -hmm. It's just awesome that they were able to go into why these changes are happening, even though mid lane Lucian isn't a high win rate character by any means even in pro play he's not that mm -hmm. high of a win rate character yep. right like in, in solo queue he's definitely not even though he feels really bad it's more the fact that he shuts down like tons of play styles and they would like to see him uh bottom and they can't just buff the character because then he's even more prevalent mid mm -hmm. uh but allowing him trying to shift him to bottom lane will hopefully open up uh, a little bit more uh variety in the mid lane mm -hmm. uh maybe make people play him less as like a character that you have to play into and you feel really bad uh, it, it's awesome though they wrote like a full like essay on why these changes are happening and stuff and it yeah. just feels really I also this is gonna be pretty nut like th there's i think a lot of characters that are gonna synergize really well with it but like to to go with the like the obvious senna's gonna work really well with this mm -hmm. uh right because like you, you know obviously you've got the q that she can just hit him with it boom he's got his procs like if she lands the w to hard cc somebody you know more procs and then if she's just sitting there like autoing somebody he's W'd from eight billion range, guess who has infinite procs now and a bunch of move speed? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll be nuts. Yeah, I, I, really, I, I sorry, good. I was just gonna say I'm really excited. I would love to see this approach to like explaining their thoughts for big changes more often. I feel like that would help out the player base understanding their balance philosophy a lot. 
but yeah, same. I um I I really um was expressed a lot of concern um when Riot indicated that they wanted to shift him away from um uh, away from the mid lane um because I think historically Riot has and League in general has had issues with like characters functioning in roles that aren't their intended role and that not being okay except for some riot approved characters uh i think like morgana (laughs) jungle is a is a great example meanwhile like uh pike mid is still sort of viable but it's been you know severely nerfed um from from what it used to be And, and i'm not i'm not saying that like that wasn't problematic um but it is it is frustrating to see like characters find new life in roles that they weren't intended for only for that to get sort of hamstrung but I do think with riots, um, with, with this devlog, they've kind of worked out their thought process that I am really happy with, where they're okay with Lucian Middle as long as it's not as op- oppressive and meta-defining as it currently is. Which mm-hmm. you know is a okay with me. I don't. I, I obviously don't think Lucian Mid is healthy for competitive, and and you know maybe it bleeds into solo queue a little bit. I'm not 100% convinced that it is in solo queue, but um it, it you know it's pick ban and competitive and and yeah. that kind of says enough for that um so i'm i'm really happy with how this how this went it it kind of seems like solo lane lucian is still viable you just have to build crit which that i'm not a huge fan of um just because i like i hate building crit in general it, it feels kind of shitty um but I, yeah, I can understand getting 100 to zeroed from <laughs> like shrelia's grudge lucian is yeah. not fun at all so. Yeah, I I wonder how many like things they attempted with it because like I guess they could have made it only bonus AD ratios, but like maybe still that was like you have so much like gold and XP early that it still was being too much on his ultimate, and they yeah. had to shift it to crit so like you don't get like lethality double dipping into like strong early game. Yeah, I'm sure they played around with it a lot. It seems like they like talked about it in depth of like why they went through with everything, and as long as they explain stuff, I feel like you can't really be mad at them. I guess. Oh no 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 um, yeah yeah that that's exactly it. Their the thought process was, Lucian solo and Lucian is obviously too strong. I agree with them. Um, we're not saying that which which was my initial concern. We're not saying that it needs to be removed from the game completely. Um, it's just too you know it has too much of an impact in in competitive games right now which is you know yeah. a fair analysis of it he he dominates the mid lane um and if, they if not by they, win rate by just sheer presence alone mm-hmm. yeah and yeah like the, the goal of this wasn't necessarily to delete lucian mid but more make lucian ad carry viable you know, it's like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, his his mid lane's obviously going to go from, like, S tier or wherever you want to put it. You know, we could say it's A tier. Like, it's going to go down, but more so his AD carry status is going to go from, like, a B minus up to A. Yeah, that's always I, been I, the balancing act. It's kind of hard. Yeah, <laughs> which, is, which is really hard. I, I'm just a huge mm-hmm. fan of, like, certain champions having flexibility within, like, the meta to, to do different things and not be sort of lumped into one role that especially especially for the 80 carry role where it is very much like you play well historically i'll say right now it seems kind of okay but historically it's always been you play two or three characters or you just feel bad because you do less than them yeah mm-hmm. so i agree Dude, i'm i'm excited to play a little bit a uh, little bit of quick blades uh, essence revolution though mm-hmm. get, <laughs> get those infinite ease the only bad thing about that is like you're you're 
mythic comes either so late that it feels it feels bad or you don't get quick blades early enough you know mm-hmm. no nah, i'm just gonna go gale force into quick blades yeah i, I have been thinking speaking More of dashes baby i have been thinking about uh trying some solo lane samira i uh i've played a couple games of her in aram recently and boy that character's really fun um i don't know maybe maybe we'll we'll see how it goes uh cool i think that's it for the new news so let's jump into the bi-weekly where hey a lot of you guys have been talking about joining colleges or or going college going to college so aiden wanted to to share a little psa to you guys yeah just like more of a discussion point uh i think it's very important and all of us can at least agree that you get involved in stuff during college and university and i know a lot of our uh, listeners are of like college age we've seen tons of people posting about hey i'm going Mm -hmm. back to college tomorrow hey i just got to college man my internet at college is so good Mm -hmm. um and i i really do think that you guys should at the very least consider or look into joining an esports uh team joining your league club whatever uh the reality is is league is a big enough game that as long as you're not going to like the smallest community college mm-hmm. there's going to be people there who play the game and getting to know those people getting to find people similar similar interests will make your overall college and university experience that much better i think all mm-hmm. of us can agree that like i mean it's great and all that you get a degree, but it's really like everything else that you get from like college and university that really makes the experience like something that you should uh, uh, value, like joining clubs, meeting, meeting good people. Like you're with like-minded people of similar age. Like, I don't know what else like you could ask for, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would say one thing to note is like, obviously, yeah, look for the league team, but, or the esports, but like, if there's not one, you know, don't let that dissuade you. Like, see if there's interest around in getting one or like see if there's an adjacent club because that's something that i think a lot of people are would be like you know first thing okay is there a league club no there's not a league club and then you like stop there and don't see like oh well there's a video gaming club with like half the people there play league yeah like there's a there's like an air quotes like anime club but they do like anime and gaming and like a million other things like there's a lot of overlap in those spaces so uh look out for that and yeah i don't know nick did you have anything you wanted to add yeah, or even anything else yeah i mean There's i lots, I, of, lots I'm, to talk about here i'm agreeing with them i i you know i i didn't have the opportunity to to join these clubs when i went to college um i essentially went to a glorified high school with my community college uh and then went to a small enough college that i don't know there were probably maybe 40 of us in like the graduating class um so I, I I would absolutely recommend you know trying to branch out, meet some people, trying to just establish some some friendships or even just some some connections that you can use for for you know business purposes later. Mm-hmm. Um, and for every every friend you meet, get them into league cast and then, <laughs> yeah. and then recruit them to get two more people into mm-hmm. league cast to be patrons, and then each of those two people so on. Yeah, um, <laughs> you do owe us. No, but like, um, so I'm not <laughs> sure if this website's still updated properly, but uh, Riot used to have a website, and I found the website. It's ulaw.na.leagueoflegends.com, uh, uh, which is, they have an esports club finder, um, which, once again, it's not updated with every single esports. It might not even be updated since like five years ago, but this is a not a bad place to start. If you yeah. don't know if your uh, college has a thing, like if I type in Arizona, right? Then type Arizona University State University. Because yeah, I think someone uh, goes there. University be? of uh, Kentucky. It'd be awkward if they don't. How do you spell Kentucky? K E N T U C K Y. 
It just, oh, just you right know, there. pretend like you're typing University Kentucky of Kentucky Law Club. Uh, and then it, yeah. it has their club club website right here, which is hopefully still active. Yeah, it is. They have a hundred. They have two hundred members. That's how you like find it. Or you mm-hmm. literally just go into Facebook and search uh, mm-hmm. whatever your school's name is, League of Legends. It probably also pops up. But either way, mm-hmm. I really do think this is an important experience. Like, I, I think this is how you meet people who are going to be like friends for life, or at the very least, friends who like share a similar interest that you can like hang out with after class and stuff. It's going to be honestly yeah. a huge difference maker in your overall uh college and university experience i'd really recommend Mm -hmm. it and if you're going i mean for the first time or if it's like your last year still consider it um (laughs) i know like if you reach out 99 percent chance there's going to be a discord that's active and you can get to know a lot of these people like before you start school so that day one like if if this was your first semester it's like hey you, you already know like half the people in the league club because you've been, you know, playing Valorant and yeah. whatever with them, like, the summer before. And so if you're, you know, going to college this year or next year or two years from now, like, feel free to reach out. Um, I don't know. That's that's all I got. There also, also is... Sorry, sorry, I was going to quickly say, there also is a yearly Reddit thread that, is, once again, searching for Reddit threads is fucking impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do find it, uh, I can, I'll can i link it maybe on our Discord or something if people can't find it. I know this year's wasn't as active, um, but you can also look at one from every single year past where uh a moderator puts together a thread and says hey name your college or university down here and then uh people can uh mess like uh add their like account name below uh so you guys can all add each other and yeah. if you just see like people on that list just add those people and be like hey i'm g- gonna go to this uh, school you want to play a game or something and like that's another way just meet people you- you'll enjoy yourself so much more sorry to cut you off though nick no no, no. I-, I i'm just going in a different direction and please like for your electives please take stuff that you think you'll be interested in not just things that sound easy <laughs> i uh i i my favorite class i ever i i've ever taken for anything was um like intro to music basically and it was um, incredible the amount of stuff that i learned in that 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 mm-hmm. i wouldn't have been exposed to otherwise oh so. for sure yeah take it seriously because it, it, it will be a good four years or three years or two years of your life if you make mm-hmm. it that mm-hmm. way so i would really yeah. recommend and it. since and since you guys are listening to Leadcast, <laughs> um, obviously we don't need to give you guys any advice about like sexual health or using protection. Uh, you know, gamers they they don't they don't talk to girls. Virginity safe. <laughs> Virginity is safe. Cool. Uh, let's talk about the LEC and the LCS playoffs. Let me pull up L Esports. Ooh, can and, I uh, can I uh, w- bring up one thing first? Oh uh, sure. That I I should have talked about during my week study uh, week uh, new oh, yeah. study my week uh, review or whatever. But I got another player banned. <laughs> oh, okay, fun. I've gotten someone Hell banned, dude. Yeah. Just to let you guys know, don't abuse this power because if you like send in a message to Riot Support every single fucking week, they're gonna stop listening to you because you're the boy who cried sheep. But mm-hmm. if someone actually is like beyond comprehension toxic you can go to riot support send a message through riot support to get someone like hey can you please check out this account he's done x y and z uh and then sometimes you'll get an automatic response then you go no i want a person and then they actually look at the case individually and they have to physically look at it and they have to physically go no this is okay or this is bad uh and i got someone banned a couple weeks ago for this because he was a crazy person he like just spammed the n-word in my chat uh oh my just spam out of me uh, but i got someone last week that so i i we trevor and i played against this person and he was on our no, he's on our team and we get to champion select and he instant uh locks gangplank with ghost and cleanse and he types in this person's name and then mm-hmm. a big long manifesto like uh 
we are the slaves of whatever uh this will what be our fuck? reckoning type of shit and it's like oh this is a weird i mean i bet this is a quote because it's a person's name and then that long quote right and then whatever someone dodges i'm like oh god that guy's crazy right <laughs> play with him like five days later gets into chat again types the same like long scary like school shooter type quote mm-hmm. um but then types in someone's full name, full address, full phone number, mm. uh, their where they live, like everything about them, their email, and it's like, oh my god, this person's just going into lobbies and just doxing people, and then like playing cleanse ghost gangplank, right? And his name is also just like a weird thing. Uh, yeah. But either way, I sent a fucking ticket to Riot. Uh, he hasn't played the game in seven days because uh, nice. he probably got permanently banned for just doxing people. Uh, <laughs> so insane. just to let you guys know if people are like actually like crazy people like not just like hey this guy was toxic or this guy like inted my game if they're crazy people please get them banned like this is a good way of like getting people like that to not play mm-hmm. the game <laughs> yeah and like this is one of those where you know it is everyone's responsibility in the community to try to make it better yeah um right and so like obviously there's still gonna be assholes there's still gonna be crazy people enters troll like there's still gonna be all of that but Mm -hmm. the the more proactive everyone can be about it the the slightly better you know we can we can take off one layer of of salt from the salt encased game that is league of legends yeah (laughs) that's so funny anyways i just wanted to like point that out because i i I think a lot of people don't know that you can do that not that you should do that all the time because it's not a good use of resources Uh but it will make someone who physically works there look at a case so yeah That's um good. and also don't forget to report nick for doxing me at the start of every show <laughs> yeah true <laughs> okay <laughs> it's pretty fucked up nick for saying your full name all right yep. yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm getting doxed right now <laughs> stop uh, <it. laughs> awesome let's talk about lec um we had rogue mit- versus mixed mitz fuck misfits uh, that was a banger of a series. We got yeah. to see exactly why uh, Viego is the character he is. Um, kind of a nasty, nasty Penta, but mm-hmm. uh, very fun, very fun game to watch. Um, then I believe we saw G2 Mad Lions with, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Rogue taking the, the first game. Uh, so they're in the upper bracket finals, uh, as well as Mad, Lighting, Mad Lions beating G2 3-1 pretty decisively um, from, from what I was <laughs> from what I watched. Um, and then they are also in the upper bracket final. So they've both secured a, a world spot. Um, and now we need to get through the lower bracket to, um, uh, to, to figure out who the third uh, LEC representative will be. Uh, Fnatic 3 2 Team Vitality in a banger of a series as well. Um, that was super good. Uh, and then I believe it will be Fnatic versus G2 for the last spot at Worlds. Is that correct? Um, so in theory, they uh, so the games. Hold on, let me pull up this. Oh, it uh, is oh. Fnatic versus Misfits first. Yeah, and then well, yeah. G two faces yeah. the winner of that. Yeah, you got it for the third spot. Okay, and then Mad Lions Rogue is is first and second um, for first first place, right? Like the winner yeah, of that is it's first. So hard without a fucking thing, and then for some reason the wiki doesn't have the. Uh, yeah, right and there. I'm looking at the the, the oh, here it like is. okay, I found it. Um, so yeah, so Fnatic plays Misfits. Uh, the winner of that plays G two, uh, and then the winner, uh, and then that's top three. That's top three. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I so uh, winner Fnatic Misfits plays G two for the third seed spot. 
or not the oh. first seed. It could be the second seed, but because they could go back. Actually, it could even be first, but that creates our top three. Uh, yeah, and then and then loser. So G two faces the winner of Fnatic Misfits. Loser yeah. or winner of that goes on to face the loser of Mad Lions Rogue, and yeah. then the winner of that goes on to face the winner of Mad Lions Rogue for yeah for first and second. Okay, we'll have our top three after the G two game. Is like what yeah, we're, yeah yeah. It's just the order that that matters. Yeah, it's it's a little weird mm-hmm. this uh, year, but mm-hmm. uh, cool. I uh, I was. Very entertained by the uh, the two series that I watched. I watched through um, Fanatic Vitality and uh, Rogue um, Misfits. Yeah, um, it, those are such fun series to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been felt, fun. Yeah, he's been he's been really fun to watch. Um, do you want to make predictions? We'll just make predictions for the upcoming week, which I guess is uh, yeah. Let's let's make top three predictions. Um, so we already know that uh, Rogue and uh, mad or going regardless so who's going to be our third team to go uh between misfits fanatic and g2 i'm i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it's it's gonna be fanatic um actually no, no no i'm gonna say it's gonna be misfits i think this is the year that the like quote old guard is sort of mm-hmm. dismantled um would i be remiss in, in saying that this would be the most disappointing like super team like roster finish of all time for for G two in like competitive league, uh, uh, probably because because I feel like when they added Reckless, this was supposed to be the like Europe and the entire rest of the West is doomed. Yeah. Like it is just going to be the G two show, and it is not <laughs> it has not been going that way. I do like the the timeline where neither G two or C nine goes, meaning mm-hmm. the. Perks trade has ruined both rosters. <laughs> <laughs> no sneaky, no worlds, no perks, no worlds. Yeah. That's what we're learning. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I really do think that like Misfits actually has a really good shot of going to uh, worlds here. Um, I think mm-hmm. G2 and Fnatic both have huge fucking uh, holes in their uh, game plan right now that need to be fixed. Absolutely. Uh, whether or not they can fix them by now, like I think it's completely possible. I think both Fnatic and G2 have the infrastructure of like just being a top team with like top talent even behind the scenes to mm-hmm. have their team better in a week's time. Um, and they they also have playoff buff. Like yeah. But by eye test, like, I would go, like, mm-hmm. I think Misfits looks like the best out Absolutely. of those three teams currently. Um, they, they, they're the only ones that, to me, look like a top three team. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, so I would put my, my money on Misfits. If not, I would say G2, though. I don't think Fnatic's going to Worlds. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I think, like, so Fnatic has to get through G2 to go to Worlds. And <laughs> I feel like we, we all know how Fnatic G2... Um, playoffs mm-hmm. like playoff series yeah have gone <laughs> <laughs> nah fanatic's gonna win worlds this year call it <laughs> so that would be yeah. very very surprising oh yeah no they're they're, they're not gonna make it <laughs> um cool so let's talk about lcs where we had uh quite a lot happen um boy i forgot where we left off on this because the, yeah so we had the um, website the- is so shit yeah, the games we had this week, uh, I believe we actually had four games because I think it started Thursday. So we had yes, you're right, Immortals yeah. 3-0-ing Dig, which, who, wow, what a surprise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a shock. Uh, and then we had Cloud9 3-0-ing G- uh, Golden Guardians. Wow, also, what a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but then in the upper bracket, we had some interesting matches. We had uh, EG versus 100 Thieves, which was one of the best uh, matchups of the week, yes, I think, absolutely. in my opinion. Yes, absolutely. 
the game for fucking play by Danny uh, is crazy. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> it, that has to be the, the, the single like best NA, well, like individual NA play of all time, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's only second behind the double lift uh, play versus Cloud9 in uh, for like uh 2016 finals in my opinion but like mm-hmm. it's like definitely number two like easily for me it might be even like better i might just have nostalgia goggles on for the other one but like it's fucking crazy what an insane play uh yeah, it was nice. i would really recommend anyone watching that uh series but either way uh hunter thieves is going to worlds because of that and then in the other bracket uh match we had team liquid versus tsm and team liquid kind of just fucking dismantled them three to one it was rough man <laughs> that was not a very close close series at all um no it was bad uh it kind of felt like tl just trolled the game that they lost to but yeah it, it kind of did i i feel like tsm sort of fell behind early and then just tried to emulate what team liquid was doing i i still mm-hmm. don't know why there was prio on bard in game four um like i i, I think core <laughs> jj picked it in game three and they thought it looked so good that they couldn't resist i I'm, yeah. I'm not like 100 percent sure um but it, it was a, a a very good series from team liquid i think they are very clearly the current favorite um in na and then i would very uh very f- much further down place like 100 thieves cloud nine tsm in sort of the yeah same, the same boat so in the next like week or two we'll be seeing uh, TL versus 100 Thieves for uh, deciding uh, who's going to go to loser's bracket, who's going to go to first or second seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's pretty close. I think TL is probably the definitely favorite based off the eye test right now. Yes. Um, but the bigger question is, is our lower bracket games. Uh, so we have Immortals, TSM. I would say most people are assuming that TSM is just going to like wipe the floor with Immortals here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's possible that they like drop a game, but I don't think they lose the series by any means. Uh, the bigger thing is, is does Cloud9 lose to EG? I, I don't know. It, it honestly depends on which perks shows up. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I feel like he didn't have a terrible series versus team liquid. Um, it, but it, it was just kind of like not a perks level series, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I don't know. It's, um, it, it's going to be very, very dependent on, uh, on, on how perks performs, but boy um jizuke looked really really good in yeah the games they played like yeah i i I'm, he constantly solo killed Abadage. even impact like impact's been having like a little bit of like a not impressive split but like i thought impact looked amazing in that series too like both mm-hmm. impact and someday to be honest like both top i don't know it's just it's just been really competitive i think um so if we do see i think we're deciding between the third seed for um na because it's going to be tl 100 thieves and then the third seed is going to be between tsm cloud nine and eg mm-hmm. i really think it can go anyway man it really depends on like once again we talk about like big team infrastructure like the fanatic g2 infrastructure same thing with cloud nine tsm i think cloud nine and tsm in the course of two weeks time can clean up their shit right um and maybe that makes them into a top team or maybe they just keep it keeps getting worse right <laughs> yeah but i but i think eg is like so they, they've been talking about this on um on the desk um mm-hmm. not the desks but sort of the the casts that i've been that i've been you know watching this past week where it's it, it feels like 100 thieves and evil geniuses are playing a lot more aggressively than na has historically so it's this like old scale up for late game and try to you know win through Mm-hmm. macro versus like 
I, I'm just going to outplay you early and, and take these very small advantages to, to, you know, o- overcome you by mid game. Um, that it, it feels like evil geniuses and hundred thieves are, are playing this very like aggressive style that mm-hmm. is way more entertaining to watch in my opinion. Um, so I, I don't know. It, it could be very, they've been, they've been posing it as like a battle for the soul of NA, but you know, I, I don't think that's too far off. Um, and, and something that I, I really enjoy seeing. I, I like that we're, we're just not falling into, okay, well, this is what's being played in LCK and LPL. So this is what we're picking. It, it's, it, it feels a lot more like, well, this is just a, a good champion right now. This is a, a, a champion that our, our players enjoy playing and we think is really strong. So we're just going to pick it, um, which I think has been something that NA has been missing for a, a while, actually. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, so we'll see the games uh, this weekend and then next weekend and the finals are the weekend after that. So we have a couple more weeks worth of this. Uh, I'm really excited though. Actually, sorry, it's just uh, next weekend or sorry, this upcoming weekend is just round three, which is, is it actually only one game? What the hell? Oh, this weekend's literally only, um... oh, sorry, never mind. The, oh my God, the format on the wiki is terrible too. So this weekend we're seeing Immortals, TSM, Cloud9, EG, um, and the winner of those two games it looks like mm-hmm. i believe yeah because the, then, the losers are out yeah and then the week after that we'll see the winner of those games and then tl 100 thieves and then that sunday we'll see the actual finals okay that makes nice. sense it's just it really like weird to see um sorry go dragged ahead. out for so long yeah it, it very much feels like strange to see like some of the ordering of some of these games but mm-hmm. but yeah. either way it's been fun uh hoping to see more good games by the end of it yeah, it's been uh, very entertaining so far. For the, I, I would say for the most part, yeah. there have been a couple that are not, but yeah, that's, yeah that's there's life. there's always going to be in any series of playoffs like a couple series or games that are pretty boring, and mm-hmm. hopefully a few that are really really good. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think that there have been plenty of years where it's just all been pretty average, but. I uh, uh, always always good for hype series. I'm gonna have to go check out those two that you guys recommended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think this week EU is definitely more entertaining than NA, um, but it's it's been you know pretty pretty good overall. At the very least, so. Colton, if you don't have time to watch like the series, watch at least the uh, Danny play from uh, Hundred Thieves EG. Yeah, that, that play will what? get you to fucking like just cream. What watch the Danny play, and I I would also recommend game. What is it? Game five of Rogue Misfits? The Viego play. <laughs> yeah, but th- yeah. that entire game was yeah, was it was sick. great. I, that uh, the end of that it involves a, an elder like skirmish, and that is like easily one of the most tense like dances that have ever happened. I'm so excited like, for Worlds this year! Holy fuck! Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, cool. Let's jump into the roundtable. Yeah, so last week's question was, uh, who will this year's Victorious skin be for? Uh, we got tons of answers on our Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. From our Twitter, uh, Slurms said, uh, I agree on Senna, possibly Udyr. They had to nerf uh, so much to get him out of pro play this year, and he was permanent in solo queue. Nocturne would be really nice, too. If they haven't decided yet, Ziggs is also in the running. I bet the, I bet it was decided in spring, though. Uh, yeah, it's probably decided way long ago. And I also don't think it's going to be Udyr just mainly because he has a rework coming out next year. But um, yeah. yeah, I do agree with the rest of them. It'd be cool. Um, Downgrade Falco said, let's hope uh, it's Lee Sin. He was such a power pick in pro. And honestly, as a champion he, uh, that has seen play forever, it would uh, be time for sure. I, I think Lee Sin would make a lot of sense as like a uh, 
Victoria's skin personally. I, I think I think it has to be Lisa and Arsena. You yeah. guys you guys made a very convincing argument last week, but mm-hmm. Lisa is definitely up there as well. Yeah. Uh, Lunar Lunatic said Nocturne Diana. They've taken over the game and ha- uh, after being forgotten for several seasons. I, I That's a good point. From our Facebook, Elliot said, well, it wouldn't affect me because I never make it out of bronze, but I'd love to see Victoria's skin uh, <laughs> for maybe like Alistar or Leona. Leona would be cool as well. I, I think oh, Victoria, yeah. Victorious Leona would look really cool. <laughs> mm-hmm, I think so as well. But uh, she's gotten a lot of skins mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. Um, with World Skins and Battle Academia and the Prestige Edition. Yeah. So. Um, and then a couple from our Discord, one from uh, Ryan VT, VT12. He said, uh, since it's usually champions who are strong during the spring split and they like to mix it up, which role, uh, which I'm going to guess it's Udyr. Maybe Olaf, since Udyr has an upcoming VGU. Olaf would be a really cool one as well, I mm-hmm. think. I just think I he's think probably so like well. has too low of a play rate, maybe. Like not as popular, but it could work. Yeah. Uh, Poe said, fuck it, give it to a Moo Moo. <laughs> uh, he needs some <laughs> <Okay>. love. Yeah, <laughs> just fucking gold Moo Moo. Um, Chugs said, I'm thinking Victorious Leona would be pretty badass, and there's never support Victorious skins. On God said, Victorious Yon because he's my main and favorite champ, or Irelia because she's becoming my second pick, uh, slash possible new main. And last but not least, one from Wamper who says, I know this won't be the case, but I'd love to see Syndra get one. She hasn't been super meta, uh, re- meta relevant this year, but she's played every year in competitive. Syndra would be a really good mid skin at some point. Yeah, she's also kind of. Uh, in the spring she wasn't too meta but she's very meta now mm-hmm, for sure so, um anyways good. this week's roundtable question is amumu is getting two charges on his q next patch which champion would you like to see have two charges and one of their primary abilities oh man this is hard um because i i can't i'm, I'm having issues coming up with primary abilities for champions this, the way that amumu's q is mm-hmm. um so i'm gonna say gangplank has two q charges because i think like yeah he just has a second pistol like in um uh pirates of the caribbean right where he has like six that he pulls out yeah like i think that would be so cool that'd be really really cool what about you colton yeah this is this is tough i mean off the bat i'm like oh man we could give this to zillion and he could have a real ability on his w yeah but you would give it to uh, his w two recharges no, 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 no! I'm saying if his Q had two charges, oh, okay, could, then Real he could have an actual <laughs> oh, W. Oh, I see, I see. That I thought, I thought you were <laughs> I thought you were saying his W, like, would have two charges, and I was like, yeah. that, what? That's terrible. Yeah, yes, That's kind of crazy. <laughs> let me let me 99% slow you for eight seconds <laughs> and stun you for four. Yeah. <laughs> um i mean like i think that that's a, a, an easy one but it's not super fun um it, there's a lot of ways i could go with it but i feel like it'd be like there's there's certain characters that it would just be hilarious on right like if you gave nautilus two q hooks like God, two charges every, every single cube. like what is that right august like uh-huh. the I mean, that's, where I, that's where i'm going with mine i'm, I'm saying blitzcrank with two q's he's got two hands he should have two q's oh interesting <laughs> mm. what if uh what if his q and w were just both hook on different cooldowns yeah <laughs> and his left hook right hook that's so oh, funny man. um i could also see it it'd be kind of cool on like i feel like misfortune could be a cool one with her q mm-hmm where it's huh. like you you double up your double up. Yeah. You just pop two shots off real quick. I'm sure our community will come up with like a million like crazy mm-hmm. ones or a million annoying Better ones, ones yeah. like Vladimir getting two pools or something. <laughs> like, yeah, it's going to uh, be we'll interesting see. to see what like 
people define as champion's primary ability. Yeah. That. I was just thinking any of like the three. Like, oh, okay. Uh, I see. I, I thought yeah. you meant like their. No, their I just meant not their ability. ultimate was the main like. Gotcha. Thing, but okay. uh, yeah. Typically, it would be their most used ability. I would assume. Yeah. But would you think? Would you wager that is typically Q? Typically, I think. I think yeah. they try to design yeah. it to be Q on almost every character. Okay. Just yeah, like most they, characters, Q is their bread and butter, like trade ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, E is usually like their shield slash utility ability. Uh, utility. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I, I feel like there's a couple characters that kind of feels weird on. I feel like Talon's a weird one. Like it feels like his abilities are backwards. Um, yeah. But there's yeah. a couple. But for the most part, I feel like they're pretty well designed in that order. Cool. Um, yeah. Awesome. If you want to tell us what a character you'd like to see get two charges on one of their abilities, you can hit us up on our Facebook page at Leadcast, our Twitter at Leadcast. Send us an email, mail at leadcastpodcast.com, or come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's leadcastpodcast.com slash Discord. Poggers, we are on to mail fight. Our first email, um, which is one from last week, is from Sharko. Hey, Leadcast, I had a thought come to me. You know when you are in the loading screen and you notice the one million mastery one trick with a summoner name that is some sort of pun for that champion? Which champion or champions do you believe are the most notorious for these sort of people? I swear it's every other night I see a Sheikah with names like Look Behind Q or 1v1 My Box or Jins like Gin and Tonic or Generic. Uh, thanks for your amazing content, Sharko. Uh, I think the answer has to be Aurelian Soul. I think if you if you play that character, you have a, a, a an A Soul like yeah. name. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's Aurelian Soul, or it has like stars in it, or there's yeah, there's something. That's a really good answer. <laughs> you know, it's even crazy because it's like a bigger percentage of people. Um, but I think it's like more like often is just junglers in general. Like, have you ever played against a jungle? Like, I feel like it's so often that you play against a jungle main and their name's like just like team sucks dick jungle diff <laughs> or just like uh fucking uh all invader it's just like they're always just smite difference smite yeah, difference like, just cringe yeah. ass like That's it's fair. always junglers dude it's all it used to be mid laners i feel like back in the day like you'd always have like mid diff or like uh uh mid or afk and stuff like that it definitely junglers now <laughs> I, I feel like it's it's got to be junglers or supports yeah, I, th- I think support is the probably the runner-up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's That's rough awesome. sometimes. Yeah. Thank you, Sharko. Yeah. Thanks for the email. Next one from Pards says the Haley cast is Pards. Recently, I had the thought to check if you guys had ever had success in tandem league. I played league with a buddy where I had the keyboard, he had the mouse, and we found success in silver games playing Nocturne. <laughs> Who do you guys think is the easiest chance champion to play tandem league? Uh, and what rank do you think you could climb to just being a mouse or keyboard? P.S. Bring the Pokemon Unite ranked system to League of Legends. If you lose two games in a row, regardless of if you're bronze or challenger, you get put in an AI ranked game and get an auto win. Oh. Um, that doesn't sound healthy for the latter. <laughs> Yeah. But as to your question, uh, I've played Tandem League, I think, maybe two or three times ever. Uh, once with Warren and, like, once with a buddy at a party where we were just goofing around. Um, I mean, it's fun. And I think if you were playing with somebody else who was, like, good at the game, you could get relatively high. I mean, like... I, I think if like Aiden and I were were tandeming, we could we could get to diamond, 
if like you know he's on mouse i'm on keyboard or mm-hmm. or vice versa but what do you guys think like who'd be the the best champion for some for so, some tandem action so like once again like uh i think there's some merit to say in theory you could play tandem yumi and only play yumi yeah. and then like you're pretty well still just playing half a character and but you have two people playing half a character um that being said i've played a lot of tandem uh games because kennedy and i like used to play like tandem arams all the time um so there's there's a scale here and i, I don't mean to get too deep into this question but like in, in theory if you play an 80 carry you're not really playing a tandem aram or a tandem like character right you're mostly yeah. i would say it's like 80 percent clicking uh and that's like you're doing most of your role without the keyboard part sort of thing um the character we've had the most success on are characters like Mordekaiser, like kind of like beefy bruisery type characters that don't have super complex abilities. Uh, Cause you can communicate like stuff like I want, I need you to uh, click R when I like look at this person. But other than that, like you kind of just like get a one V one, then you're like a big strong character. Um, Interesting. So I would say like Mordekaiser is a really good answer, but in theory it's 80 carries, but I think that's like kind of a cheating answer. So I would go with Mord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you there, Aiden, where if, if i wanted to like yeah cheese the system mm-hmm. it's like all right cool i'm gonna play caitlin i'll <laughs> control the mouse and you just don't hit the keyboard until i tell you to press r yeah <laughs> um which yeah that's that's not really there but I, I i'm with you yeah like longer cooldown beefy tanks i think are probably the right way to go for like mm-hmm. actual tandem nature and you know being able to do well like yeah i think Scion would be a pretty decent one. I think um, Cho'Gath would be another one where it's like, you know, th- there's a lot that for both people to do. Mm-hmm. But also it's not like having to try and communicate with somebody to hit Q seven times for the Aurelia Q. Yeah, to exactly. jump on their champion. At that point, it goes too far to like having like zero fun, right? Like you can have zero fun mm-hmm. both ways on that spectrum, I think. Yeah, there there are some control mages. I think you could also do it with. I I played it with Lux, where it's like, okay, I'm gonna aim now. When you think it's time, <laughs> throw the Q E R. That's funny. Yeah, that seems hard. I've I've never tandemed, but it doesn't sound terribly fun to me. But wrong. That's okay. Wrong. I, I mean, I and I are be. gonna we're gonna tandem duo Q, and oh, I'm gonna boy. control the mouse for Senna and Lucian, and you're gonna control the abilities for Senna. And <laughs> oh, Lucian. okay, interesting. <laughs> Little variation on it. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Thank you, parts. Next email is from Eli. Hey, Lee Cast, I was listening to the July 27th podcast about negativity and league, and I just wanted to talk about one thing that frustrates me most with the community which is the mindset that if you're not high diamond, you're low elo. Statistically, if you're a gold four, you are an average player. And if you are plat four, you're around top 10% in your uh, in your region. I think very high elo players invalidating people's climb because they aren't a top 0.5% player is one of the most negative things that streamers will say in league. All that does is make the climb feel less exciting because no matter how high you go, you're still, quote, low elo unless you're masters. On a more positive note, I love the podcast and hope you are, are all doing well. Thanks, Eli. Um, yeah, I th- we've definitely touched on this where like it it is okay to 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 be platinum, you know. It is okay to be gold, mm-hmm. to be silver, to be whatever rank you are. That that is not like it doesn't mean you're shit yeah. at the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and anyone like at any point at any rank, somebody at like the top of that subdivision is going to say everyone beneath them is dog shit at the game. Whether it's someone in iron or like someone in bronze saying, well, yeah, everyone who's in iron is dog shit. There's going to be someone in gold saying everyone in silver is dog shit. Someone in plat 
someone in Diamond, someone in Master, you know, there's going to be someone who's at Worlds clapping cheeks and saying, man, everyone who hasn't won a World title is dog shit at this mm -hmm. game. Like, it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, and that's a very common mentality, and it's and it's just wrong. Yeah, they're just clowns. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think, honestly, one of my, like, most hype achievements was getting into gold the first time. Like, yeah. getting getting into gold was way more hype to me than, like, getting into platinum. Mm -hmm. um, Diamond and, and Master then, like, were pretty cool, but... <laughs> yeah, like, but wherever you're at like the climb is still significant and yeah right just because you're not in the top like 0.001 of players and i hate even more the people who say like everyone could do it if they x mm -hmm. like everyone could be master tier if they did this and it's like that's not how that works because if everybody did that then that would be the baseline and that's just the skill level to get you to gold now mm -hmm. <laughs> right yeah yeah no, like, also also average is like silver two by the way yeah. like 50 percent. So. i do think it is really important to say though that like um I think the biggest thing is, like, just challenging yourself, right? Like, I said, mm -hmm. like, I think my biggest things were, like, hitting gold, hitting diamond, and hitting master. And it's not because I think those are the important ones. And when you when you hit silver, it's not important. When you hit plat, it's not important. But, like, those were the ones that I grinded the most for, for, like, when yeah. I hit it the first time, right? When I grinded for gold, when I grinded for diamond, when I grinded for master, those were, like, super sick because I really felt like I was challenging myself to hit those, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why those are big to me. I just don't, I just don't want people to interpret that as, like, hitting plat doesn't mean anything. Thing or hitting silver doesn't mean anything mm -hmm. but uh yeah, it's, no, it's whatever yeah, your personal it's... goal is right just fucking push yourself that's the most fun mm -hmm. part about competitive games i think yeah definitely and thanks for the email eli and good luck on your climb uh next one from coleman hey guys uh it's me skep not coleman it's skip now <laughs> uh, and i was wondering y'all's thoughts on making a new smurf account for ranked uh, I have been helping my friend's smurf and getting him to play ranked on it. He's a gold slash plat level player, and on his new account, it was ranked silver 3 uh, and climbed quickly to gold 1 promos within a couple days. I'm currently struggling to climb, being stuck on my permanent 50% win rate account. I normally do it with my buddy, and he and my other uh, play friends think that I should be placed much higher than silver 4 and are suggesting that I make a smurf account for ranked. What do you guys think I should do? Sorry for the 676 character long email. See you later, stinkers from Skip. Um, um, so I, I think it's like, I, we've definitely all, like I think, feel the same. Um, I think it's fine if you make a smurf account, but you're definitely not whatever ELO you are because of your account or like it being cursed or whatever. Like you honestly could get placed higher than your current account, right? But mm -hmm. the reality is, if if it is perma stuck, fifty percent win rate or whatever, you will probably return back to that ELO after you play enough games on your new account. That's just how it yeah. works. Like the game isn't like making you not get to that ELO, even if it feels like unfair sometimes. Um, it does a pretty freaking good job of like keeping people where they deserve to be. That being said, if you are like mentally stuck and you need a refresh and you think that will help, fucking go for it. Like anything to like help yourself out mentally, why not? Right? I just don't think this is going to be the be-all, end-all for, like, solving your problems by any means. Yeah, I, I think... it. I think making a smurf just to try to place higher is a little lame. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I, you know, I understand the frustration of, like, okay, well, my MMR in this account is, is ruined because I have a 50% win rate, um, so it's going to be very difficult to climb. But 
Uh, I don't know if you if you think you would have more fun playing on a Smurf account to try to like get higher rank, then go for it. I don't think I would feel that way. Um, I have, but I have a, I have a lot of attachment to my to my uh, my main account, mm-hmm. um, and that's like that that is the account that I want to be the highest ranked on. Um, yeah, but maybe yeah, maybe, I, I would... maybe you feel differently. So <laughs> it's a video game at the end of the day. So just yeah, fun. exactly. Yeah. I would say also, like, it, it's, like Aiden said, it's not the account, like, being cursed and keeping you there. That being said, switching to a smurf and playing through is going to be a really big, like, mental, like, frame of reference change. And you, there's a good chance you'll see, like, positive results from it. Mm-hmm. And it's not because you're on a new account. It's because, like, your your the way you're approaching the game is different mm-hmm. and i i do that a lot i normally do much better on my smurf account than my main um like i i can get where i'm going faster and i've got like better stats and it's it's mental like mm-hmm. it's just the way you're playing so hopefully that helps hopefully you can uh get up on out of silver mm-hmm. and into the next email from chris Colton, you gotta get you gotta get started with ranked my man yeah, yeah you know it's days left yeah man it's it's tough when like your options are grind solo queue games or or you enjoy know, yourself like, or enjoy well, your i was house. gonna say or <laughs> or have like you know floors in your bedroom mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> find your webcam those are your mm-hmm, alternatives mm-hmm. no I, I can't do that man it's hidden <laughs> it's been like two months dude <laughs> yeah but you know the the frame behind me is just not oh not okay good. gotcha okay gotcha. we all put off stuff either way i, I meant to be, <laughs> I, i'm supposed to ask people to be on like fucking jeopardy when i haven't done that yet so <laughs> I'll do that this week. fair enough fair enough <laughs> well uh, tangent aside you want to go into chris's email <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um i'm gonna read this one too i don't care hey boys oh. what's going on <laughs> to answer this round table i am an electrocute ad akali one trick oh no akali has pretty much always been my favorite champion but now i'm putting in actual effort i play mostly mid but i will do this in top as well i'm actually bad at this game as a bronze two player mind you this is with like 12 ranked games including placement uh but i feel real confident with my girl these days i decided i would actually focus on getting mastery seven on her and manage two tokens in a day with one pre-existing. I just start Darkseal every game, <laughs> rush Divine Sunderer into Sterex slash Ravenous, and because you're kind of bulky, you can just build whatever boots you need. And because people are bad at this elo, they will always build armor for the 5-1 AD Akali. Uh, I just wanted to share this all because I have been having a good time. My apologies for the long-ass email. Feel free to cut down any amount of this. I think this is in response to last week's question about, like, what's your main and what do you pick if they're banned? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, I mean, Electrocute AD Akali is something. Um, it's not good, but you've acknowledged that already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't, I mean, if you're enjoying it, keep it up. That's really, I think, all I have to say. I mean, he didn't have any, like, questions or advice. He was just like, this is the thing I do, and I like it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. if, uh, hey, Chris, keep enjoying it. And if anyone out there is trying to give a give a try to the Electrocute 80 Akali, uh, hit, hit him up. Maybe he's got some tips for you. 
Yeah. Uh, next email is from Stretch. I heard on the podcast about having your real name be your league name and it being a lot cooler than the Chad Gamer names. The only problem <laughs> I have is I can never get my real name in any game. My name is Stretch. Uh, that's a re- that's a cool name. I've tried so many times doing any possible combination. I can never, uh, I can, but I can never achieve that sweet, sweet dopamine rush of having my name. So I went and took my friend's gamer name, Zephyark. Um, he used to use it when we played RuneScape back in the day, and I joined that shit from him, and that's all I've ever used since. Uh, if you guys could add one item specifically for your champion, what would it be? Callista Spear, Victor's old item, or even something like Quirky's package. Sorry for this gigantic tease of an email stretch. That is a cool um, So we're adding a custom item for just our character, so... I need to come up with a zillion item, and Aiden, you get a Tom Kench item. Yeah. Uh, Nick, you you do whatever you want. <laughs> I would say, like, it's got to be, like, Leona's armor or something. Yeah. What would it do? I, I think it, it, she would, like, link up with a teammate, and they would take reduced damage when her uh, okay. W is up. All right, all right. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, mine's gonna be a consumable item, and it's uh, Tom Kench's saliva. Um, and you eat it, and it makes you bigger. It's like very fattening, <laughs> so it's like it makes you like it's just a bigger character. So it's kind of like iron, but it's like super cheap. But you can just give you size. So like support to buy it early game to like get big, <laughs> become large. No, it, 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 it's not. It's not an, a character, an item about your character. It's one exclusively for your. Oh, character. No, 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 thought- no, no, but no, 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 but I, I like this because it's yeah. It, it is exclusive. <laughs> if Tom Kench is in the game, then it yeah, becomes yeah. purchasable. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Fair yeah, enough. Fair you have enough. to go collect it. You just buy the vial and you have to go follow Yeah, you buy the vial and you have to go <laughs> you have to go loot it off a of dead Tom Kench. <laughs> oh, fuck. What, it, what if it was only obtainable by the enemy team uh, and they had to get licked once to, yeah. or, or like X number of times to fill up the vial? They also have to be playing yeah, a doctor and they have to fucking <laughs> get it off them. With, <laughs> but yeah, anyways. Oh boy. Uh, so if I was. Uh, man, on Zillion, it's tough. Like I, I feel like one of Maybe the easiest, right? Stop like yeah, watch. stopwatch, but that's just dumb. Cause get rid of stopwatch. It's True. Um, I I kind of want to. I would probably want to make it something in terms of like scaling cooldown reduction, based on like amount of double bombs you've hit. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm. like I, I, it would be I think very similar to kind of like Victor's upgrade system, where it's like, hey, do your stuff well and then get rewards for it so it, it would probably have to be yeah like some time magic bobble thing that you know it gives you increased ability haste for hitting stuns or like reviving allies or whatever mm-hmm. that'd be cool nice. i like that thanks stretch yeah thanks for the email uh next one is from alex alex here with a busty email for you <laughs> So this past weekend, I finally went and did my yearly grind to gold so I can receive my free skin. (laughs) After this adventure, I came up with a question for you as well as a story. My question is, duo queue harder than solo queue? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh, I, a gold four, prefer to play ranked with my friend who's gold one as I find it more enjoyable. However, together we have a 36% win rate overall. Mm. While I have a 51%, or sorry, we have a 36% win rate, while overall I have a 51% win rate. 
Uh, do they make climbing harder as a duo, or am I just unlucky? Side note, in my 18 games on Saturday, I went 0-3 with Leona on my team, as she often likes to engage 2v5, but not when it's 4v5. Rip. And finally, playing with uh, played with an inting Vigar that liked to flame. Uh, when a teammate called him out for being 800 games hard stuck in silver, he replied with the classic, bro, it's my friend's account that I'm just playing on. Classic. Uh, that man was so insecure about being where he belongs that he told nine other people he is on a friend's account. My friend and I had a good laugh about it. Anyway, thanks for the content. Can't wait for this show. I mean, d- winning duo queue games is harder because being in a duo is an advantage so they like they match make accordingly yeah, yeah if you're if you're duoed you're going to be matched with other duos or higher elo players to compensate for that communication like bonus yeah and and so if you aren't actively like communicating or doing two-person strategies if you're both just playing solo queue while chatting <laughs> in a discord chat like yes it's going to be harder um i'd say there's also some other like levels to the again the mental side of it where it's like maybe you won't play as proactively because you think oh well my buddy will carry or you know you make a lot more mistakes thinking well you know hey they'll they'll shore it up (laughs) there's a lot of mental on either side of it that could make you play better or worse but yeah that being, um, I'd say just overall matchmaking yeah, is a little harder if you're doing a duo. Yeah, game. you're always playing against duo, so you have to be playing better than their duo. But um, just in general, though, I, I would say that duo queuing is easier for League of Legends. I would say maybe it is a circle jerked opinion, but I, it's something I at least agree with that um, you are slightly ELO inflated when you duo all your games. Uh, just because like you are in a solo queue environment, meaning that you're not always against duos. Uh, it just tries to match you against duos. So therefore, mm-hmm. if you do have increased communication, you will have just an advantage over other players. Um, so it is definitely easier to climb while duoing. Um, but you do have to like both be at least playing to the level of the other duo. So yeah, keep that in mind. Yep. Um, cool. Thank you, Alex. Um Next email is from Yumi with a gun. Hi guys. I just recently started listening to your podcast at work and have really been enjoying your content. You're entertaining. I love the engagement with the community and you keep me up to date on changes and what what's going on for the e-sport side of it too. Jesus. Thank you. Um, last week, someone sent in an, an email about cool slash fun usernames and how we get to know people by those names. And it made me laugh thinking about my own experiences with my league friends. Obviously, the people I met outside of games, I use their name or nickname, but I have several friends I use their summoner name inside and outside of gaming. The most notable is my lane partner, Frozen Beans. We shorten it to Frozen often, but I find uh, that even uh, when I'm talking about him to others, I still refer to him as Frozen Beans, and I get weird looks all the time. It makes me laugh as I explain that's his username. Uh, That is how I got to know him. Um, you should just call shorten it to beans. <laughs> just call yeah. them beans. Yeah. Um, why'd you go? Why'd you go frozen it's way better. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, along the same sentiment, I love the story behind usernames, where they come from, or what they mean to that person. Yumi was designed for me. Everything uh, about her, from the fact that she is just a freaking cat, down to her playstyle, is exactly in line with me. So I immediately changed my summoner name to Yumi with a gun, and all my gamer friends call me Yumi now. Though ironically enough, my other nickname is uh, Nico or Neko. 
Yeah, that got uh, really confusing in games against Nico. I think that's why they started calling me Yumi. My friend uh, keeps the name Kiggy Cops, Kiggy Coops, for sentimental value. Young Bud got his name because he is the younger brother in the Bud family. We all pronounce it wrong, uh, and that's just become the norm for him, XD. And Twink Meat changed his name to reflect his change <laughs> to being a Twink 80 carry main, though I knew him long before this, so I still use his actual name. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, do you think him being a Twink 80 carry main, do you think he plays like Ezreal Ophelios, or do you think he's a Twink that is also an 80 carry main? I think it's so funny that his name is Twink Meat, though. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. That's yeah. funny. Um, do you guys have stories behind the usernames that you use? Also, I guess it's normal here to not apologize for long emails, so I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not sorry, LUL. Uh, I can't wait to listen to more of your podcast. Stay safe and keep doing you love you, me with a gun. Um, uh, we've definitely talked about this before. Mine, I had a RuneScape account when I was a kid, and I typed in random letters, and it turned out to be Lardout. And then I, I, I it was either hacked or realistically I just fucking forgot the password because yeah, I was eight. you're a kid yeah yeah i was eight and only played when i went to the library every weekend so <laughs> <laughs> um so then i just made another one put king in front of it and then that's kind of just been it ever since yeah we've we've had the story or uh, this conversation it's been a while a bunch but, of times, we can talk, we can but it's been a minute it. yeah uh so for me i had had a couple other ones like i had my old runescape account which was, well, my RuneScape account was just, like, my name and a string of letters. Mm -hmm. And then I had my, like, uh, Battle.net one when I was playing a bunch of StarCraft custom game modes. What was your Battle.net one? Um, I would tell you, but I used it for some passwords. Oh, uh, okay. With some other, with some other stuff. Not just <laughs> I that, see. but... Um, Interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so if anyone used to play Battle.net with me, don't, don't hack my, account, yeah. my unimportant accounts. Um, and then, uh, when I got to Lee, I was just like, I tried a couple like edgy names at the time because like <laughs> we, we got into League pretty early. Right. And so like, I tried a bunch of the classic ones like, oh, this would be cool. Like shadow gamer. Ooh, wow. Uh, all of that shit was taken. I was like, fuck it. Uh, what's a, what's an adjective and, uh, and a noun, uh, a blue basket. Sure. Why the fuck not? Hey, it's not taken. Great. I can actually play the game now. <laughs> And now I'm stuck with it. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, so I never really had cool account names. Like when I played Xbox, all my account names were kind of lame. The only like uh, I, I couldn't ever think of anything that was cool enough. I always liked like really short names, though, for like accounts and stuff. Um, like I thought Dyrus was the fucking coolest account name ever uh, when I was like younger. Um, but I really liked always funny account names. So most of my account names that I've ever had have just been like funny stuff, right? I even have a list of like a ton of funny account names. Like on, on every single game, I'll make my name something goofy. Right now, it's Owen Wilson on like League, Owen Wilson on like uh, Overwatch. I think on PUBG, it's uh, the Cum Cadet. Cum Cadet, uh, it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a bunch of Classic. goofy things, right? Because I, I think that's like a funny way of like making your account name, just making mm -hmm. it something different on every platform, but funny, especially if you don't have an attachment to anything, right? Uh, that being said, uh, my serious name that i use on stuff is uh frost because i thought that was also in the like short but like sweet type sounding thing very very fucking basic and generic and you can't get it on anything that obviously has uh like users already um mm -hmm. that being said i also have zero like real attachment to it other than like i think that sounds cool um yeah but yeah. yeah but for for the first probably like five or six years that i knew you 
I always thought of you as Frost. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, I I just think it's like one of those things where it's like, I'm also completely down to not have that account name on anything. I'd rather have something mm -hmm. funny if like that makes sense, I guess, for that Mm -hmm. platform. For sure. And I I have a fucking like document of account names that I constantly add stuff to as I think is like stuff is funny. Uh, The most recent one I added to it is just large dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, was that during the air? It was something. Yeah, I think so. Like whenever I see something funny, I'll write it down. I don't like, once again, I don't care if it's like taken from somewhere. I just think I just want people to laugh when they see like my account name. Like that's like the Mm -hmm. main thing. Like, the, yeah, like you were you were killed by large dad yeah like once again like people like it gets annoying sometimes with like owen wilson thing but like it, it's crazy how many games people will be like oh i just saw you in loki ha 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 say wow uh and <laughs> like it, it gets annoying at some point but like it's also yeah like, it's it's like i would say more than 50 percent of my games, someone says something like that and it's kind of cool like people engaging with you because of something that you literally typed into a game right so mm-hmm. oh it- <laughs> It was my Cogma game where we played against Big Papa. Yeah. The Leona Alistair. Hey. And yeah, this one made a comment about like <laughs> what's the next large dad? Or yeah. I think yeah. large dad's like funny. So I like I'll just add stuff to like my my list of stuff. Well, maybe it's like mm-hmm. a little silly having like uh I'll give you one more, just like the one before that. Because I, I have a list that goes this is from like twenty fifteen on. Uh the one before mm-hmm. that I had to add to it was <laughs> Boil Boy Oil. <laughs> because boil what? sounds like so it's boil boy oil because okay. <laughs> they sound the same there you go. boil and boil jesus uh, christ but like you gotta get you gotta get royal in there dude you gotta boil some royal boil it's just oil. anything that like makes me laugh they'll just add to it and mm-hmm. i don't know it's just fun i so i find it hilarious on the tangent of name well not tangent on the response to this email that warren doesn't remember that i gave him that name yeah, well, the what is his name? Oh, the, the animals, animals. yeah. Because I, I used to use that as like an alt, and then every time I was popping off, I'd just be like, Keck, don't feed the animals. Yeah. And he has okay. no recollection of him taking that from me. That's funny. But that was yeah, that was that was the uh the origin of the animals name was just don't feed the animals. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, thanks. Um was that from Yumi? Yeah, from yeah. Yumi. And uh great stories, I'm sure. That could probably get a lot of conversation going in the Discord of, like, people's names and mm-hmm. what they call each other or, you know, where yeah. it came from or whatnot. But we're going to move on to the next one from Jonathan, soon-to-be Patreon Johnson. Ooh. Uh, yo, sup, hey. Three three greetings, hell wow. yeah. Uh, so imagine source. that Riot had no limitations with hardware or budget meaning they don't care about the statistics of how much they would make, etc., and they made a 1v1 or 2v2 map. In this game mode, you would have the basic set of rules, first tower, 100 CS, or first kill, or team wipe in a 2v2. Uh, this is all, this is good and all, but imagine how nice it would be if this thing existed and was fully dove into. We're talking map skins for the 1v1 map custom 1v1 lobby 3d rendering of splash arts that show us your cool skins you could also have a custom 1v1 ladder filled with flares 3d splash arts of all the top players a practice 1v1 tool and so much more to make it even more viable for the player base you could also have chromas uh, for victoria skins if you reach gold in 1v1 or 2v2s the thought of this makes my mouth water for real 
Also, I tuned into a live stream and Neil looked like High Lord Walnir from Dark Souls 3. If you don't know what he looks like, Google it, because I can't for the life of me get the image of Neil's head floating in darkness as he talks out of my mind. I know it's Nick Hart. Also, I'm typing this. Uh, as I'm typing this, I am two episodes behind since I just got back from vacation. Love you all, except for Malphite Dog Kickers. Hmm. Jonathan, soon to be Patreon Johnson. I, I mean, like, it would be pretty cool if they put that stuff in and, like, made that 1v1 game mode, but, like, a lot of those features could exist outside of that. And the whole different chromas for Victorious skins, like, we've had that with flex and threes and mm-hmm. now like now it's just flex and solo duo um but yeah like there was there was a time when you had to get your your ranked teams together so that you could get your gold rewards for solo queue for fives and for threes yeah <laughs> gotta get your triple gold rewards baby well they're doing rewards that are specific to flex this year as well so mm-hmm. yeah, do yeah, some of that flex a little clap and cheeks team up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm not a huge fan of the one v one and two v twos. It's not my particular play style. But you know, I more game modes would be good. You know, make it a make it a little rotating thing when uh when all stars happens. You know. Yeah. Hey, want want to play like the all stars? Here's one v one and two v two. But, um. Also, high warlord. Uh. I think it's yeah. Walnir. That's very funny. Yeah. Um, I just like sitting in the Do you dark. think you guys look alike, Neil? Neil? Uh, probably. Probably. Um, he's like a big, giant, undead skeleton that's in the dark, and the only <laughs> thing you can see is his head when you get close to him. Um, oh. But uh, I don't know. I, uh, sitting in the dark is, is like way more relaxing to me than, than having the lights on. Doesn't it hurt mm-hmm. your eyes, though, on the screen? Uh, I, I, more than like Aiden. just looking Aiden, at a screen you know what? anyway? I don't know. I have a little Aiden, baby eyes. Do you know what light is? You know what light is, Aiden? It's radiation. Nick doesn't want to get cancer. True. I have, I have little baby boy eyes. I need to have lights on behind me or my eyes hurt. Like, if I go outside and it's, like, slightly windy, my eyes water. I'm like... <laughs> can oh, okay. you, can I don't you add, that. like, small eyes to your accountant list name? Yeah. <laughs> accounting list? I think that'll put me on a list. Baby eyes? What about baby <laughs> eyes? Baby eyes is good. Baby eyes is okay? Baby eyes is better, yeah. Not small. <laughs> Thanks, Jonathan, for the email. Yeah, next email is from the Crag. Haley cast kind of a short email today, but it just dawned on me that there are a lot of champions that seem like garbage in the jungle, but they might be OP. Specifically, I was thinking Rise Jungle would be particularly crazy because his ult would just be so good for counter ganks. He has insane clear speed, and you can have good ganks with his EW, especially once he gets Everfrost. What are your thoughts, and can you guys think of anything else like this? The Crag. So I think the biggest issue with, like, sort of off-meta non-junglers jungling is that the jungle is so healthy for junglers right now that if you aren't a meta jungler and you don't have a crazy fast clear, like, you're just going to get invaded from, mm-hmm. like, Elise and Elise Kha'Zix at full HP and die because they're clearing at the same speed as you with 50% more health. Yeah. Um, and th- there's just no way you can do anything about that. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. think you can optimize any jungle path to like get out healthy and at a decent clear speed. Because turns out, like, we have you guys watched the Yumi Jungle World Record speedruns mm-hmm. that have been happening? Like, they they use yeah. TP to like get back or whatever. But like, you, in reality, you could full clear as Yumi in like 
five minutes with that like with actual without tp without doing gimmicky shit right and she's probably the worst jungler in the game you would assume yeah. so meaning you can play probably any character in clear sub four minutes um and probably be all right it's just the fact that you're gonna get crushed by any meta jungler if they invade you like nick said that's like the biggest yeah, you're, issue you're, I think. You're, yeah you're competing against champions who are clearing healthier than you who are also done with their camps 45 seconds before you are mm-hmm. yeah yeah, they, they have so many other things. And I think one of the biggest issues with running off meta stuff in the jungle particularly is that, like, everything is based off of your first clear. Mm-hmm. Whereas in lanes, you have a lot more opportunity to say, like, all right, whatever, I'm just going to, like, last hit what I can, soak XP, kind of give up the first few waves, or however long until my off pick hits its stride Mm -hmm. but it's just going to continue like exponentially compounding in the jungle where if you have a slow first clear like the the other jungler is going to have a faster first clear Mm -hmm. and so the camps are going to respawn and they're going to have more items when they get there so they're going to do their second clear faster and they're going to have a gank on you and now you're a thousand gold behind and so now finally after like clear three you have like the one item you need for your thing to work but you're already down two dragons and like three levels to their jungle Mm -hmm. um i I think if they really wanted to make like a lot more diversity possible in the jungle like i i think that there are two ways you could go about it really where it's like you could make the first clear a lot easier to say okay literally anyone can do this and can do it quickly and so if you're trying to do something weird like you can get into your items because like level nine rise jungle is insane yeah but but before that it's dog shit that, that's uh, sort of how i feel about um about brand i i think mm-hmm. brand is a, a crazy good jungler after level three yeah before mm-hmm. Lee can like, one hit him <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, like, like that's the hard you've part. already lost the game at that point yeah, yeah. and that's yeah, so either that or, like, doing some tinkering with how first clear and respawn mechanics work to make it more possible. But as is, like, you just can't really afford to play something that doesn't have a strong early in the jungle or at least, like, a passable way to keep pace with the game because you're you're just gonna get run over by literally any competent jungler Mm -hmm. yeah that's the biggest issue for sure yeah cool Uh, thanks craig thanks yeah next one is from lil b and i think this one is for me says hey fellas uh, I think I played this game more than any of you, and I just wanted to react to your <laughs> points at the beginning of last week's show. So he's talking about Legends of Runeterra. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frostbite. Uh, while it does feel frustrating, it's very easy to play around uh, during, especially during this meta where buff spells are so prevalent. Currently, it's only good into main desk in Timo Ezreal. I think that's the same uh, decks. Ah, into main decks and Team Azrael. Uh, he says, I'm interested in your Zoe Trundle deck, <laughs> but it sounds poopy. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, period. Uh, Braum is a bad champion outside of Scar Grounds, which is a deck I love. Take him out of your Poro deck and run it championless to make it better. Uh, let me know if you ever want to play a children's card game. 
Also, don't feel obligated to read this on the pod since it's not super relevant. Thanks, fella, Lil B. Yeah, I I feel like that's something that Nick had mentioned pretty early on before I'd really gotten into it, is that, like, a lot of the good meta decks are, like, you run only one champion or none at all. So, that that was when I first started playing. I don't yeah, okay. I have... I honestly only play PvE right now. I think PvP is so unfun to play against. So well, I, I just don't even mm-hmm. play that aspect cool. of the game. You know, like, uh, face decks in Hearthstone when, you like, you'd run, like, Face Hunter and, like, uh, whatever the Warlock I mean, deck. I never played Hearthstone, but I'm familiar with Which the concept of face decks. also yes. surprised me. I learned that this week as well, Aiden. Yeah, um, but either way, like, yeah, the decks that just, like, kind of rush you down before you get to do anything. Um, so there is, like, mm-hmm. when we first started playing the game... Um, noxus whatever had like a combo noxus where, like, shadow isles yeah noxus shadow isles was like kind of the face run you down deck and it made me so mad colton not because face run you down decks are annoying or whatever because that's like sure that's like one part of it but it's the fact that none of them run any fucking characters mm-hmm. in a game where you're running you're playing fucking league of legends the card game if you're not <laughs> running a fucking league of legends character what the fuck are you doing like <laughs> it makes it made me so fucking angry it, um, you shouldn't be allowed to to create a deck without a champion in it it's like it's just like it just feels like you're you're i mean once again people are playing the game competitively but like if you're just playing fucking normal games and playing non-champion decks like i don't know man it feels like you're playing the wrong fucking game but mm-hmm. who am i to say i guess it just feels so yeah. strange to me yeah so i mean in in, in response to yeah, your stuff will be uh i i know my decks are dog shit and part of it is just like full sending on certain like obviously designed themes as opposed to like picking the meta decks like if I wanted to, I could very easily, like, Google a good net deck and be like, all right, I'll just copy all of these and, and play this one. Um, but that's not, for me, the the fun of games like this. So I've just been, like, unlocking kind of all of the Freljord cards as much as I can, dicking around, experimenting, and then, like, using whoever I play against to learn what a lot of the other regions do. At, at some point, I'll probably take making good decks more seriously, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I'm just messing around right now. Hell yeah. And there's also like, it's just a pain not being able to access the cards you want. Yeah. Um, which cool- obviously, like, I can't unlock every single card, but. Yeah. I, I do think that this game is the best, like, non pay to win game, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally just, like, play the game for a couple weeks, and then you'll have enough stuff to craft whatever deck you want. Like, and then you play the game for a couple more weeks, and then you'll have enough stuff to craft whatever deck you want. Like, it's it, really, really good about that. It just has, it's a time commitment, but it's not, like, a money commitment, which is nice. And um, are okay. some cards gated behind, like, levels or, or like, like something? I, th- I, so Colton messaged me today and and said like i can't i like i hate that you can't see all the the region cards because some of them are, are locked hmm. like and you have to unlock them but uh, that doesn't sound i don't think right anything and locked. i can't find anything uh, i think the only- i okay all i all i can say is like when i was building my poro deck i did show unowned show everything mm-hmm. and searched poro and like aurora porealis was not in there yeah. And then, like, when I made my Frostbite deck, like, same thing. I, like, searched Frostbite, and there are cards that did not show up that are in there now. And, like, uh, like the Scar Grounds, I know I just unlocked the Scar Grounds landmark, where I'm like, oh, damn, that's such a good card. I would have been using this from the very beginning with Braum if, if it was available to me. So I don't know how the unlock system works, 
but those were not in there. I don't know either, because the very first deck I made was a a fucking Gangplank deck. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's something to do with, like, so you know how you level up all the different regions to a certain point? Maybe stuff's locked behind, like, level, like, a certain level on that. Uh, So, like, you have to level up maybe, like, Freljord to a certain point before you can get all the cards. But I I, I didn't know about that. I always thought you could just craft whatever, but you were locked behind the amount of stuff that you can get in a week. Yeah. And if you wanted to spend money, the amount of stuff that you could buy in a week, uh, which was, like, good. Um, but yeah, who knows? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong about that, but uh, either way, I mean, next week you'll have enough for whatever card or deck that you yeah. want. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. When I, when I unlock my next fall on mm-hmm. Thursday, I'll honestly, like able to get as, as long as you're getting to level 10, I think for, for weekly yeah. vaults, like you're, you're fine. I don't but think I'm at that yet for a level 10 vault. If you're playing a shit ton, you, you are like, it, yeah, it, it, it requires completing like, but. like six missions. Maybe. Yeah. Or, or like five or six missions, that's it. I don't know. I'll 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 pull it up and check, but okay. uh, while I do that, do you wanna head into the next one? Yeah, our next email is from Sincerely <laughs> it's probably just from Dial. Um uh not sincerely dial. Uh yo, what's up? Insert emoji of a leg in a cast because dad jokes are great. Oh, <laughs> nice. Leg cast. I guess leg cast also works, but it's a little too subtle for innocent minds. Yeah, true. Um I was thinking, also that doesn't look like a cast to me, but um, I was thinking about one of your old roundtable questions and I had a sticky little answer. The question was what little change would be a big buff to a champion? And I answered with Gib Coggy 5.0 attack speed again. But the more I thought about it, I realized Kog'Maw's biggest weakness is getting insta-killed by everybody. So my small buff to Kog'Maw is adding grounding to his E. Let those blue canes, sorry, Kanye's, Suffer in my ooze while I spit on them. What do you think? <laughs> Christ. Also, if they make a victorious Kagi, I might finally ditch Aram and gear up to get gold. Uh, also, also, Riot missed out on naming the new Seraphine skin, Sarah Phoenix. I miss Nutcracko. Um, I think there's another one with a punny name, but I don't recall. Yo, Aiden, here's a roundtable question. You can you can copy, but don't make it obvious. What Make a skin name, punny, existing skin line, or made up one. Actually, just copy it because I love puns. Also, 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 what does Mundy mean by Rocket League pings not being toxic? Want me to... What a save, what a save, what a save. Chat has been <laughs> disabled for three seconds to you. Sorry, I'll just see myself out. Uh, this was less of a lasagna talk and more of a tomato soup with pasta talk, but it's okay. We're all here for the sauce. Sent for my iPhone with nice socks on. Sincerely, Dial. Yeah, I feel like I've only ever seen uh, Rocket League stuff done, like, ironically. In a toxic way? Yes. Yeah. Like nice shot, nice shot, nice shot. Yeah, (laughs) nice shot. Clearly misses, or like nice shot. You own gold. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I would love for Kakma to get grounding on his E. Actually, I think that that's a really good uh, like flavor, you know. Or or maybe like the slow ramps up to a ground, something something like that. That'd be really cool. Um, punny names. Yeah, Uh, I, I like punny names, and I think that's it for your email so yeah thank you for the email deal dial we need more 5.0 attack speed characters for sure though well do we need any with the amount of like (laughs) um on hit characters that are running around yeah yes we do (laughs) yeah uh next email from boogie wow hey fellows hope you guys are doing well i know our friend nicholas will appreciate this Recently, I have tried the Publix sub sandwiches that they make. 
And let me tell you, an absolute game changer. My fiance and I started eating Subway again in the last few months. Boo. Uh, but those but might as do. well be dirt sandwiches. I know Nick likes a chicken tender pub sub, but my go-to is a whole Italian on white bread. Now listen, I don't know what kind of cheese you use for yours, Nick, but it's probably wrong. You have to get the Chipotle Gouda. It is leaps and bounds better than any other option that's available. I know this isn't a mukbang podcast, <laughs> but I would love to get your thoughts on that. Uh, that's enough about that, though. After all, this is a League of Legends podcast, sort of. Uh, I wanted to reach out and ask you guys a question about my friend. He's newer to League, been playing consistently for about six months now. Uh, he never plays competitive. And in our group of friends that does play Clash and Ranked, uh, he does not. He plays top lane and often rages at the fact that every champion has a counter, and the fact that the champs he plays for fun seem to get slammed by whatever is meta. I try to encourage him with the fact that any champion can be countered, I say this because we're all gold 4 and below, and that if he can focus on not losing too many waves, that the game can still be playable. He gets frustrated with the fact that if he wants to play the game, he has to basically sit there and not die. Uh, I understand there's a lot of this is skill based, but do you guys have any suggestions on how I could help him enjoy the game more? Maybe play face roll champs, play different game modes, etc. P.S. I also understand that League isn't a game for everyone, but he is part of our friend group, and a four-man lobby just isn't as fun as a five-man. We obviously don't force him to play the game, but I definitely want us all to have the most fun possible. Anyway, I appreciate you guys taking the time to read every single email. I've been listening consistently for about a year now, and it's actually the reason I stayed listening to the podcast. Uh, the fact that you guys take the time to respond to everyone who takes the time to write in means a lot. To not only me, but I'm sure anyone who interacts. Have a great rest of your week. Boogie, wow. Thank you so much. It's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think in, in this particular scenario, like it, it is good that every champion has a counter. Um, but I don't think that there is a counter in this game that is so unwinnable for the countered side. Um, I, I think there like there is potential to win every single matchup. Um, regardless of counter pick or whatever, um, in, in most games, I won't say every game because it's not realistic. Um, but I I don't think there, I I guess I don't think there's a 100 to zero matchup in league. Yeah. So Um, there's really, really bad matchups, but like league is also a game where you fucking can not get EXP and you can still win games. Right. Like I think Mm -hmm. the hardest matchup that I play Mm -hmm. consistently now uh, I've started banning it. So, like, I main Tom Kench, and I don't mind laning versus set, but my secondary is Shen, which set, Shen set matchup is fucking miserable, dude. I'd rather, like, just... Uh, like, it I might as well just hard. roam the entire time, right? So I've been banning mm-hmm. it. But either way, when you play against it, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's fucking terrible. He Everything in his kit just fucks yours, but it's not unwinnable. Like, yeah, you're going to get you get turboed, like, on all the thing, but you can also just, like, not go to lane, or you can gank, or you can look for TP's bottom. You can do so much in League of Legends, Legends that isn't just directly 1v1ing the character that beats you and, mm-hmm. like, have success doing it. Yeah. Yeah, and I would also say, like, you, you mentioned a lot of this is going to be skill-based, and I think as a newer player, like, that's, that's going to be a lot of this, is that... 
he probably doesn't fully know the extent of his character, his opponent, and how that matchup works and how to win it, not lose it, etc. And so it is going to be very frustrating if on every character you play, you're just trying to like all in fight them all the time and and then they win because if you're playing that way, it's going to feel like oh, they just counter me and are a better character. When in reality, it's like, okay, yeah, you were playing Nasus and he was playing, like, Tom Kench. You don't win that fight. Mm-hmm. You, you you don't win that until you have, like, Sunderer and a lot of Q-Stacks, you know? So I would maybe try and help him, like, reframe that point of view of, like, you know, he, he, him sitting there and not dying isn't the only option. It's like get to to your power point you know get to the point where your character is strong and again not every character is going to be able to win a 1v1 against the person they're they're fighting right if i pick ergot top i'm not gonna 1v1 a fiora can i absolutely do more than fiora in a team fight can i still do well in my lane yeah but like split push 1v1 i'm going to lose that fight um if she's decent so Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I think it's it's tough, but yeah, there's, I, there's if, a lot going on. If he's having problems with playing only a couple characters and, and having difficult matchups, literally just type into YouTube, like, Jax versus Garen Challenger, like, gameplay, and, and watch, like, how they each play that, like, or, or how the character you're playing plays that side of the matchup and I, I like I guarantee you that those resources are out there and it will help you have perspective on how to like play against that character. Um the the other thing I wanted to suggest is play the character you think has no counters. Yeah. Um because I think that is the the single best way to learn like the strengths and weaknesses of a character and to truly understand like, oh okay, Fiora is a very, very, very powerful 1v1 champion. But she's not a she's not a perfect champion. She doesn't have a one hundred percent win rate, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I think yeah, Nick, that's a great point. Where there have been so 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 many times where I've been like, X character is bullshit, way too strong, mm-hmm. no weaknesses, no downside, mm-hmm. and then I play them and I int, and I'm like, man, maybe they were up to something. We've also all done you the know. classic of uh, complain about a character like that they're OP. Uh, play that character into the matchup that you just lost and then lose and the opposite sprint side. It. Like, you just mm-hmm. lose both sides of the exact same matchup and you go, oh, fuck, maybe it isn't actually just that easy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hopefully some of those are helpful. Uh, Nick, any any thoughts on the Chipotle Gouda on your so pub sub? I've not had Chipotle Gouda. Um, I usually go with, uh, like, a plain white American um, just because uh, it, it's simple. And, uh, <laughs> because you are what? Very funny. Um, what are you, Nick? It's fine. Uh, the, jo- the joke writes itself. You don't need to go in. <laughs> you really good at It's funny. <laughs> it is very funny. Um, but uh, 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 I-, I will be trying the Chipotle Gouda. That sounds delicious. I usually get it with a little bit of buffalo sauce anyway, so I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll give that a shot and report back. Um, cool. Thank you, Boogie Wow. Our pen ultimate email is from Elliot. Subject, Lissandra. Uh-oh, boys. Okay, so you know I'm Lissandra main and I love her kit. I remember uh, listening to your Zed talk on her and enjoying it and the changes. 
So now I have to ask, it might answer itself, but anyways, why doesn't Riot buff slash change slash alter ratios to make her more meta? Like, I bet she is a control mage and the itemization isn't terrible on her, but her abilities are honestly so weak. She has high mana costs, would she become too oppressive if they were to buff her? Her last buff was like a 10% uh, ratio increase on her Q, and honestly, the ability is fine. But I feel like she is just missing a lot of damage, and by the time she gets the items late game, it's kind of too late. Do you think that if they were to lower mana costs and buff damage, she would become too OP? Thanks for the podcast, guys. Hardstuck, Bronze, Lissandra, Main, Elliot. Um, the answer to your question is yes. Yeah. She so, would be too, like, I, I just want to say, man, I've played against a couple Lissandra one tricks, and they make you think it's a different character. Yeah, the, the character... <laughs> is so very strong um like in, in the right scenario that if you like if she's too strong she is the best character in the game and there's very little counterplay because she has a point and click super hard cc ultimate a relatively point and click uh, uh aoe you know hard cc and then just a shit ton of of damage and mobility with the rest of her skills yeah um, and crazy wave clear yeah and, like, like the the best setup yeah. for ganks of any like mage in the game i i would say um so she i don't i don't think she can and the the hard part is like buffing her damage is so scary because it is so guaranteed um you have the you have your e to 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 get into range to ulti and that's you know it's easy to to play against if they have flash and you don't have flash but you just do it again in 25 seconds you know and, and yeah there's there's nothing I, you could do about it i do just want to butt I, in I really quick just to say that they yeah. are changing her mana ratios next patch so it is funny that you say that her q they're lowering the mana by five which doesn't sound like a lot but it is a spammable ability that say say you throw it 20 times in before you back that's a hundred mm-hmm. mana difference mm-hmm. like that that's yep. that's really really big um so. and yeah that's that's the difference of having your e available mm-hmm. or not when that gank comes yeah. right mm-hmm. right like and that's a that's a death now or or not a death yeah um one other thing i would say is i think that in my eyes the way to fix or better lissandra is not higher damage but like pushing her towards a bruiser mage role and mm-hmm. like a control bruiser like a, a magic damage control bruiser right like lower the hell out of her damage but let her actually be able to like e into a team like hit the w and then ulti herself but not be able to fucking just like you know flash rq someone and they're dead yeah because that's that's how actual lissandra players who are like high elo <laughs> play her is like you just go electrocute and you know like all of the as much damage as possible in half a second items and she just hundreds to zeros you mm-hmm. like period no, uh, no matter that's just like it's, the state of it's insane. mid lane in general though you know yeah that's um just how you have to play characters that exist there unfortunately mm-hmm. yeah and i i would much rather have lissandra in in a role where like in kind of the same bucket that i'd like to see swain in yeah where it's like she's in there tanking damage doing some damage like getting off cc and stuff but like she doesn't get to 100 to zero people Mm -hmm. but that's that's her strong play style currently is glass cannon pop over a wall with your e and just 100 to zero somebody and walk away Mm -hmm. unfortunately um so good luck with your lissandra uh grind and enjoy those mana buffs yeah 
I also think they're and giving her plus two AD, so. Ooh, game Massive. changer. Uh, final email is a is a repeat offender for this show. <laughs> it's Yumi with a gun again. He's got some, uh, he needs some advice. Hey guys, sorry for emailing you multiple times this week, but I just thought of something that I'd like your advice on. I'm a support main and started playing in 2017. Unfortunately, I started with a locked camera and never stopped. I enjoy tryharding at League and improving my skills, even though I play normals 90% of the time and always play with at least two other friends. All of this is to simply say that I've had a very cozy League life and never really tried to climb in ranked. Mm -hmm. But I'm finally feeling the real competitive itch to see how high I can climb if I really applied myself. So it's time to do the thing. Break my habit of playing with a locked camera and truly work on improving my gameplay. I've tried a couple times in the past and always stopped because it was too hard. But I realized this season that I won't really climb if I'm always relying on my dual partner and limiting what I can see when I'm playing. I need to be a more independent Yumi. I'm also working <laughs> on psyching myself up to play ranked by myself. It's hard for an enchanter main out here on her own. Uh, playing norms with an unlocked camera is like learning the game from scratch again. I can barely use point and click abilities. Uh, I've done a lot of reconfiguring of my settings and screen layout. Holy crap, why was my HUD at the bottom so damn big? And now I'm throwing myself into ARAMs with one, only my goal in mind. I will int, I will miss spells, I will walk straight into five enemies because I lost control of my camera and can only see the abyss below the bride at the, the moment. Bridge. The Makes bride. more sense. <laughs> it says bride in the it email. Does. I was reading yeah. the word in the email, Nick. It is funny, I though. know. Uh, but it has to be done. I also tried messing around with the semi-locked camera and changed my key bindings a bit, too. Like, I had space be my unlock slash lock hotkey instead of center, but nothing really seems to be helping as much as I thought it would. I even tried looking up tips and tricks online, and there are surprising, uh, and surprisingly, there isn't much there. Then again, I didn't look super hard. Uh, I am getting a little better at using skill shots. Uh, I find that I've gotten way worse at watching my team and doing my usual support shielding and healing job and letting my teammates die a lot. It's hard to keep forcing myself to play like this when it's making me feel like shit at the game. I just started, so I need, uh, so I know I need more time of forcing myself to get used to it, but I don't even feel slightly more comfortable despite my ARAM spamming. Anyway, pointlessly long email aside, can you think of anything that will help established players break their habit of playing on a locked screen? Uh, when Yumi came out, that helped me a bit since I don't have to worry about my character placement but even when I play her, my camera is still locked maybe 70% of the time. Sorry, not sorry for the long email. Maybe this is why cats can't talk. Good thing I'm magical. Love, Yumi with a gun. I have kind of strong opinions on this, I guess. Um, as someone who does yeah. play with locked camera, um, I do think... So typically, I, I, I think it's really important for a lot of people to play unlocked. I think unlocked is just a better way to play. Um, and I think for Yumi is a character surprisingly that you would think is good with like locked camera because you're like on one character. But like I think it's actually really important for Yumi to play unlocked, uh, mostly because of your Q. Um, so your Q is an ability that you control with your mouse. But if your camera is moving at not your will, it's at the will of the character that you're on. Then mm -hmm. moving your Q is kind of hard, man, because you're 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 fighting it the way that you want to go, but you're also going against how your camera's moving. Uh, so playing unlocked just allows you to like aim your Yumi Q like a lot more. And the only really way to like learn this is just doing it. Just force yourself to not play 
uh, locked camera. Like, I really do think it will help your Yumi yeah. cues. I, the reality is, is Yumi's most, I would say 95% of her power comes from her abilities to eat and heal people. So you're probably yeah. not missing <laughs> out that much. But in theory, like, it, it's, Yumi's a great example to show you why stuff like that's harder. Like, trying to insect someone in Lee Sin where you uh, cue ward hop alt with locked camera uh, is infinitely more hard than unlock camera because you have to account for the movement of your screen because uh, instead of just knowing I have to click here, here, and here to do my inputs, I now have to go here, I think it's going to be here, and then here because your camera is going to move with you. Um, it's very hard to explain, Like, but if you go and try like Lee Sin Insect uh, with lock camera, the unlock camera, it's infinitely easier with uh, unlocked because everything's just uh, static. Um, so hopefully it makes sense. Yeah, I, I would say another thing is like, can you get high elo and do well with locked camera? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There are master tier challenger players like who play locked camera. Yeah. And then the other thing is like use it just because you are trying to switch doesn't mean you can't like sometimes have mm-hmm. it locked, right? Like I personally have my, you know, focus on my character, aka, you know, what locked screen view gives you on my space bar and I'm holding space bar a lot of the time mm-hmm. in my games um but also being able to you know take my finger off that key and then throw my skill shots more accurately because my screen isn't moving or look around to what's happening a little bit above to the side you know scroll over to bot lane like those are the times when you have to undo that so you know, don't be worried if a lot of times you want your character to be in the center of your screen. Mm-hmm. It's just there are certain times specifically that having it unlocked is going to be really helpful. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, and, you know, hey, if if ultimately it's just still not working, fuck it. Play locked. Like, play the game how it works for you yep. and how you enjoy it. And then if you still don't like that, like, maybe try it again in a few months. Give it another shot. Also, not to give yeah, you, I, you, sorry, you sorry. Know, go, you have even talked for a little bit, my bad. Uh, I was just going to say, as, as someone who this season made the switch from normal cast to quick cast, mm-hmm. uh, I think the best way to do it is to, to just dive in. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, uh, unlock your camera, keep it unlocked, and just, just play the game. Uh, I did the same thing. I just spammed a lot of ARAMs to try to see what would, like, uh, how it fe- how it would feel to, um, to play a quick cast and for a lot of the characters that i felt like i was good at i feel like i'm really fucking bad at like Mm -hmm. i I don't think i'm good at lucian um on quick cast and i haven't spent a lot of time playing him but i felt like i was pretty good at him prior to to making the switch um but if you think it'll make you better at the game you know, just unlock the screen and, and, and play. Eventually your, your muscle memory will get used to having to move the screen around and your, you know, your brain will be able to better understand like, Oh, okay. If I am in a fight, I need to spend this like second readjusting the camera versus like another second. And I I don't know, it just comes with experience and, and just doing it. Mm -hmm. And there, there are definitely certain characters that locked is better or worse Mm -hmm. on. Um, one of my like most uh, familiar examples is like uh, the Trindamere main that I've been playing with on and off for a long time. Like he plays locked camera and has been like right as high as master, <laughs> normally around like a D three ish player. But like on Trindamere, doesn't really matter yeah. that much. But like imagine trying to throw fucking like Zach E 
with a locked camera. It's like yeah. I'm aiming off my screen yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, so it really depends on who you're playing. So hopefully some of that is useful. And uh, I think that that's about it for emails. Awesome. Yeah, that's it. That takes us to the end of this episode. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to send us an email, it is mail at leecastpodcast.com. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash bluebasket slash leecastfrost. And I'll go ahead and show myself slash kinglard out. Um, I'm going to be trying to stream more frequently. I did a little sneaky uh, flex slash If you normal. guys missed the biannual stream, you did. you're going to have to catch <laughs> the next one in February. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I played uh, some Jarvan top lane, and uh, I... Don't know if it's good yet. It's certainly not good enough to make me good at top lane. Did you watch the is, video uh, at least, or do you? See yes, I, I watched yeah. all of it. It looks so good. Yeah. Um. But I also, like I said, I don't think I'm good enough at at um top lane in general to to be able to um to to make it work like those players did. Um. That being said, uh, you know, give it a shot. Hey, it's it's fun. Um. So yeah, uh, tweet at us at LeeCast on Facebook. We are LeeCast. Visit our website, LeeCastPodcast.com. Join our Discord, LeeCastPodcast.com forward slash Discord. We're like 10 boosts, 10 server boosts away from being able to have a, a vanity URL, which is kind of a goal. That being um, said, it, it immediately goes away if you drop below it. So like, I'm not going to push that hard for it. My True. I, like, I'm, just once again, I'll give you my Discord like boost spiel. Uh, in my opinion... I think that, like, if you really want to support us, Patreon is the best way to support us or our individual mm-hmm. streams or whatever. Uh, if you have, like, Nitro and you don't use it, sure, give it to us so you can, like, get give us better audio quality on, like, our Discord. You can give us more emotes. If you have any emote suggestions, we can add them or whatever. Uh, that being said, my number one thing that I recommend to people is if you and a couple of friends have a server that you use, make sure that that's at, like, the very first level, which I think is, like, three or something, like, boost like that, because then you guys can have, like, a little bit better audio quality for yourself. It's super easy to have, like, a couple of friends that have that. Um, but if that's already, like, a Required for you guys then feel free to like drop it in discord why not like uh we're definitely we definitely not pushing for it but it's one of those things where like uh take care of yourself first but uh if you want if you have it mm-hmm. just sitting around then feel free to give it to us we'll we'll have a vanity url if we hit it for, but, for as long as we hit but it what we are pushing for is our patreon our patreon subs. is sick send yeah. us your money <laughs> yeah patreon.com forward slash league cast um that's definitely where you get you're gonna get the best value from uh, you get actual content for it not <laughs> minimal audio quality rewards and we got really fun like reworks coming up with uh with zed talks so yeah um, you know it'd be really cool to you uh to to be able to listen to that um but yeah thank you guys for listening we'll see you next week bye bye, bye.